Welcome to the best idea for a podcast of all time. It's Champs in the Making. I'm Jay, your host for today, guiding us through yet another round of taking pairs of Pokemon and making them fight. Uh, I'm Jay, I use they and them pronouns. I'm the creator of Additional Postage Required, and you might have heard me on shows like this one, or Interstitial Season 3, or Once Missed Wonders. And I'm joined by some lovely folks again this evening. Those folks include, uh, I'm going to go from the bottom up, Max is here. Hi, my name is Max. Uh, I'm using he and him pronouns. Uh, I do Anime Club on Moonshot Network, Anime Club Podcast, for watching and listening. <laughs> do, you, do you want to say the full name of it? The in after the School order Anime of the Club, words? yes, I'm sorry. I, sometimes I forget <laughs> that I have to say the whole thing <laughs> in order for people to listen okay. to it. We, we forgive you. And speaking of podcasts that have names that have words in them, we're also joined by Jane. Hello, uh, I'm Jane. I'm using she and her pronouns. Uh, I, I host uh, Podcast Girls about Unwise on Shot Network Moon. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, and you know who else Who else that Jacqueline hosts is? Jacqueline. It did, what happened while I was gone? What did you all do? Hi, uh, I'm Jacqueline. She, she her pronouns. And I, uh, I also host on Wise Girls, and I'm a host on Dead Teen House Party. That's the right order. Look it up. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Look it up. House Dead Party Teen. It could be it could be any really, but but you've got it. I'm sorry Friends, about what I did. We are <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, now I don't feel bad about saying uh anime high school host club last episode and <laughs> no, also every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh friends we are back here again in round three of the champs bracket uh after the paldea play-in uh paldean pokemon are in the bracket's been shuffles we're a few down we're gonna get a few more down today um i believe jacqueline had read the last matchup in our last episode so hey jane tell me who these two guys are uh this is morgrim and rhyhorn morgrim uh, the middle evolution of the Grim Snarls from Sword and Shield, just kind of a, a little, a little elf, and then Rhyhorn. Max, you said at the start of our previous episode that Tyrant and Komo was a dog. I here's feel very dog, yeah. similarly about mm-hmm, Rhyhorn. Mm-hmm, this here's mm-hmm. a puppy. This is a puppy if ever there was one. I I, I look at this um, and I, I I see my dear beloved Staffordshire Terrier Jazz. Aww. <laughs> Uh, you know, Beautiful. I gotta give Rhyhorn some respect. It is uh, created to be. It was created after its evolution, its evolved form, Rhydon. That's true. Um, which is an interesting task, right? To sort of design the baby. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it is, and I, I think I think it's a good one. I've always liked Rhyhorn. Um, you know, as a kid being into Pokemon, one of the first, as a kid being into Pokemon who didn't have a Game Boy for a long time, one of my first ways I interacted with Pokemon was by like drawing them. And even when I was a very little kid, like tra- I had tracer paper a lot. I would trace over the like official Ooh, art. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Rhyhorn's hard to draw. <laughs> Rhyhorn's one I felt like I could never fucking draw. But like, I, I like its design. Like just the like angles of those different distinct spikes of rock coming out of its body are like, I don't know. I, I just think it's like, very simple but effective of just like, yeah, this is a, a little baby rhinoceros that's made of jutting spires of rock that uh, you can ride if you want to. I don't know. I, I, I like the little fella. I love its stubby little legs. I don't legs. like Morgrim. You have to like, mm-hmm. you have to like pick it up to get it on the couch, I think. It can't jump up on its yeah, own. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> oh, I would love to pick him up and put him on the couch. 
Morgram is like the edgy 15 year old with greasy, greasy hair <laughs> that is there are there are 35 of them in your high school and uh, they all really want to tell you about Elf and Lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. M- Morgram is is the person who you hope who you really hope doesn't get up to ask a question at a panel at an anime convention. Oh my god! Because you just know it's gonna be it's gonna be some intersection between a- cringe wow. and edgy, or maybe just both at once. You he, he, you see he Morgram coming. By, sorry, sorry, Max, you go. You see Morgram coming from a little ways off, and they've got a Deadpool costume on from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a Deadpool Joker hybrid costume. <laughs> wow. And he, yet He looks like he just found out about slurs and thinks that they are the funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and yet, Jacqueline, I I heard an end yet. Give me your end yet. And yet, do we not all grow as people? Do we not want to let the <laughs> let the I, I I see Morgrim and I see potential to be someone amazing one day. I see, you know, my chemical romance formed after uh, Gerard Way saw the towers oh fall oh in New God. York. Oh this this child has to have see one incident of terrorism and ev- the the world it's the will Queen's change. Death. Hey, Jacqueline, side note, is that true? That is true. That's yes. 100% true, Jay. That's why my chemical I, I, romance it, exists. It's so not my my realm of expertise. You could just tell me anything's true, and I believe you. That's incredible. It kind of rules. <laughs> what is the nine eleven of the Pokemon world? <laughs> um, I could probably give you a couple if you gave me a minute. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first, the anime one that comes to mind is the episode where the giant Tenacruel destroys that fucking beach town for yeah. shits and giggles. Oh yeah, and they had to so, ban it because of nine eleven. <laughs> Yeah, they did actually have to do that. That's true. Never I forgot. mind. There it is. How poignant. How how apt. Um, I don't know. I because I hear those points. Like I look at Morgram. I look at Morgram and I see cool. a Homestuck character. <laughs> I look at Morgram and I see and like I as a recovering Homestuck, I have to give that some <gasps> credence. I but like it. I don't know if it takes it all the way for me. The thing is, I like. Grim Snarl, the thing this evolves into, looks hideous in a, like, fucked up and I admire the way they made it way. This thing, just, I don't know. It feels like, it feels to me like they had uh, the little one, Impidimp, and they had Grim Snarl, and they were like, fuck, we've got to do something in between these two, and this was just kind of, like, what they came up with. It feels like it's trying to be half of both, and that doesn't super work for me. Uh, I do like its uh, pants. <laughs> the pants are good. Yeah, as much as I do admire some of Morgrim, I, I Rhyhorn is just a, a better Pokemon. I think I just love Rhyhorn's him. cool. Yeah, those toes. R- Rhyhorn to me, Rhyhorn to me deserves to be like make it to like round, you know, like one of the final rounds. Mm-hmm. Like Rhyhorn is just simple and effective at its finest. Are we all feeling Rhyhorn? Yes, then? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Rhyhorn, the stubby little man, goes forward. Oh, God. Oh, it's you. Um, <clears throat> Max, tell me who we have oh, next. Yes, I'd love to, <laughs> because it's Mr. Mime versus Cast Form. Mr. Mime, the Pokemon that longtime <gasps> listeners to Champs in the Making will, of course, remember uh, as the subject of some really long debates that we're not going to get into here. Yes, Mr. Mime may have fucked Ash's mom, and we all have Whoa. to live with that. I am putting a moratorium on further discussion on this point. Now, 
Let's talk. You're the one who brought it up just now. I, I So it can be put back down, Newland. Okay, this is okay, unfortunate because right. it's the only thing I know about Mr. Mime. I mean, listen, if you want to talk about it and you need to talk about it, we can talk about it. But I don't really want to. I, um, I think it's very interesting mi- that they decided to give Mr. Mime a fairy typing when fairy type yeah. was invented. That Mr. Mime doesn't – Mr. Mime struck me always as just kind of like a – I don't know, like defies classification kind of life form. Like it just exists and we have to deal with it. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Why is... Um, yeah, I, I was confused, like, shoot. Why has cast form just got, like, a fat rack? <laughs> it does have a very I know. fat rack. You can't deny it, yeah. either. There's nothing... There's no getting around the fact that this thing has boobs. It either has yeah. boobs or, like, like truck nuts. Butt? Yeah, or <laughs> truck nuts. It's, it's one of the three. So, the thing with cast form... I, I love the concept of cast form, and I like oh, yeah, all the cool. forms it turns it's into neat. a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weather Pokemon. It, you get it at a weather institute, which I think made it like it was invented there. It's not like wild. It's like Porygon where it's a man-made Pokemon. Um, that explains it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put nuts on it somewhere. <laughs> uh, but like, so that's supposed to just be like clouds or whatever, but they sure did make the clouds look like that. Didn't they? <laughs> But I, I like all its forms a lot. It, it changes with the weather. So if sunny days in effect, it'll it'll get that crown of fire around it. It'll, it's got the rain dance form, and it's got the um, I guess the the blizzard form. It never got a sandstorm form. No, uh, I, I like all three of those, and I think it's a creative idea. No, I want to say something. Um, typically, when I uncover the stats, it's usually just you know just tells me a little bit about how you can use the Pokemon. Cast form has the same number in all of its stats. Um, it's seventy across the board. Now, that is unremarkable, but what is remarkable is that this leads – because when we talk about Pokemon in in statistical terms, we often talk about their stat total, you know, their number, all of their stats added up, and that gives you an idea of where Uh – how strong they are generally. Cast form has a base stat total of 420. Fuck yeah. That's why it's a cloud. fat clouds, yeah! Yeah. So that's interesting. Oh man, cast form rules. I love this monkey guy. I love him and his truck nuts. People love to get worked up over Mr. Mime, but honestly, I've never seen the hype. It's just a mind. It's whatever. His in in the early gens, it's just the third best psychic type in the game. It's it's whatever. I I think it looks fine. It's never done anything for me. Here's my thing that I'm noticing about Mr. Mime just now that I really don't like. Uh-huh. Is his fingers. His fingers have those like long mm. those like round pads on the end. What is that? And it looks yeah. like he uses those to like stick to windows. Like you just well, he, you he open your does. curtains one day and then he's just out there staring at you. That that's his whole deal though, is he makes like barriers. He he like makes psychic barriers are, with his hands. Are like mm. gag mimes in the zeitgeist anymore? Has the has the mime trapped behind a wall pulling a rope, those kinds of things has is that do cartoons do that still? Probably. Probably. Right? Probably. If we want to like give a real defense for Mr. Mime, I think you have to look at his Galarian form. Oh, yeah. Yes, which no, I dropped great. in the chat there. Tap dancing little fellow. Has guy. a little tie made of ice. It is, I think, is it Ice Fairy or Ice Psychic? I forget which one it loses. Psychic. And, and look at that smile. Yeah. yeah, it's a good smile. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like this one. I don't like that it gets weird sideburns. <laughs> I think that's a bizarre choice. But uh, we, how you find it is when you're in like the Victory Road in Galar, you, you just like are walking through this long tundra path and you just see one of them tap dancing, just hanging out in the snow going. It's just it's very funny to see. I, I, I kind of like it. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, this is hard for me because cast form reminds me of one of my longtime best friends. Oh. Uh, and so there, there's a there's yeah. an emotional connection there. But oh. I I really like Galarian Mr. Mime. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, my vote is Mr. Mime, honestly. I'm, I'm a Mr. Mime okay. lover. I, I do. I do like like I like the way that fucker moves. Hold on. Let me see <laughs> if I can find. Mr. Mime game because like he just has a funny way of like moving about like like you know like like putting his hands on invisible walls all the time um I don't know if I can oh Oh, talking about regular Mr. Mime yeah 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 they they both have funny stuff I can't find one that's not a web but in Legends Arceus it's idle animation is it'll mime sitting down in a chair and drinking out of a cup and it's just doing that in midair. <laughs> and that's perfect. That's pretty incredible. That's what I want out of a Pokemon um, themed after a mime. You know, it's just good mimed gags. Now, if we are going to talk about all these different forms, I will also argue that we also have to acknowledge uh, the Mr. Mime mm. in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Who does which, that same which, sitting down and drinking out of a cup bit? Yeah. Yeah. It so, does get the desired effect. Make you like, think. It is. It is a Pokemon you can get endless bits out of. Oh, yeah. Is the thing I like about it. Oh, yeah. And what is a better bit than uh, miming a gunshot behind its head and it actually kills it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I, I think that's where I am. I think I'm on cast form right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, okay. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing a Mr. Mime, a calf, cast form. Jane, where are you at? Uh, cast form. Your cast wow. form. I... Oh, fuck. Max might have swayed me with Mr. Mime a little bit. I don't <laughs> know. The thing is, I think it's hideous, but I also enjoy it. Cutie, <laughs> like everything right? about it. What? What a cutie, right? Yeah. It, it's just, you can do a lot with it. You can get a lot of mileage out of the bit in game. It's never a Pokemon. I would have a reason to use, but like, I respect the hustle. I respect the bit. I don't, I don't respect know. I like cast form a lot too, though. Like, I, I really like a Pokemon that changes with the weather or changes mm-hmm. with like environmental change. Mm, yeah. And uh, that generation wasn't what introduced weather effects, but I think it introduced, did it introduce hail and sandstorm? I think it did. Yes, I think um, so. And I really like the idea of cast form. It should have a sand form, but I do like the idea of cast form as the introduction of that. Yeah. Um, it's also one of the first big like gimmicky Pokemon in that specific way, I think. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think I have to go cast form so then we can lock it up and go to a tiebreaker. Friends, I'm going to pause the timer. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, cast form no. makes it, cast form wins. Wait, no. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going cast form. Cast form go. moves forward with great respect to Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime Shaking has your come hand a long way. Mr. Mime. <laughs> well, I try, I try to, and then it's it, there's an invisible wall. I can't get in, and then it laughs at me, and then it lets me actually shake uh, its hand. It does a great little bit. And I think about life a little bit, you know, 
Like you really, yeah, think yeah. About you think it, about you know? what it's, <laughs> you think about what it all means, yeah. uh, Mister Mime. I'm glad you have followed us this far. I am glad you have been such a subject of contention. Uh, and now, maybe another subject of contention. We'll see. Next up, we have Vile Plume <laughs> versus Sandshrew. Hardest one we've so got two, far. We've got two IMO. Gen Oneers. I I agree. This is tough. This is tough, y'all. Like these are great Pokemon to me. Both mm-hmm. of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I just give my opening statement about Vileplume? Go. Please do. You know the you know the anime character who like wears the big hat over their face, but then they, they like yeah. tilt it. They yeah. tilt it yeah. a bit, and you see them smirking, and you see like half their uh-huh. eye. That's Vileplume's energy to me in a way that I love. Yeah, Vileplume is like. Vile Bloom is is like if you took Duke Devlin from Yu-Gi-Oh and gave it a little gave him a little bit of Hello Kitty energy in a way that I can't now, the, articulate better than that. The fact that you said Hello Kitty has unlocked for me that this is a very like happy bunny ass Pokemon, actually. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's it's got the loppy feet. There's yeah. definitely something to and, that. And I can see Vile Plume on a like tie-dye t-shirt with text that's like you did not just ask me how my day's going, lol. You know, that kind of thing. Like, like anti-wine mom, like the reverse of don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Um, it's an angry Tweety Bird. It's a Tweety yeah, Bird yeah, wearing yeah, yeah, a backwards yeah, yeah. hat and bling. Um, and I also just love that the Oddish line, like we never talk about what the fuck is going on here. Like this is a plant, yes, but what is that? Like what, underneath the flower, what is that? <laughs> It's just a weird round guy. Yeah. It's a Kirby what the of fuck some is kind. That? And the fact that that's just left alone. And like we never, there's no elaboration. I love that. Yeah. I, uh, Sandshrew, meanwhile, very cute little fa- I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, sky. Jane, go ahead. Sandshrew rules. Jane, go ahead. I would like to come to the defense of Sandshrew. Um, I, Hell yeah. I my my reasons for loving this little guy are entirely because like my taste in Pokemon is just cute little guys with big eyes. Oh, for uh, sure. I love mm-hmm, I love this sure. one specifically because uh, I had a gerbil when I was like catching my first Sandshrews, and I named uh, the Sandshrew after my gerbil. So it, it, also, I just found well, out about the snow form, and it fucking rules. The, yeah, that's the uh, the Alolan one from Sun and Moon. It's great. Now I have a strong memory associated with Sandshrew, which is that there's an episode of the Pokemon anime where Ash meets a guy who basically does EV training. And he has a oh, sand yeah, the, the Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And P- and Pikachu has a really hard time with the fight in that. Yeah, because yeah, like, like, like the sand is like strength trained to curl up in the yeah, tightest ball he, it can, he's right? He's been using a macho brace, is what it kind of looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, wow. he, the, that that's the 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 uh, implication I feel as an adult now. Uh, is that this guy mm-hmm. was like hardcore EV trainer and like getting his sand shrew all maxed out. If if we're just admitting personal stories about Sandshrew, I also have one. Uh, Jacqueline, you better be getting one ready. You don't want to feel left <laughs> yeah, out. Up. Um, I I uh, as a kid, my my childhood best friend, all and I both loved Sandshrew. Sandshrew was one of my favorite Pokemon back before I played the games when it was really just based on like aesthetic. Um, 
And we liked to play Sandshrew. We would make believe we were both specifically the Pokemon Sandshrew. Yes. And I know, I know part of the reason why is that Ryan was an extremely, like my friend Ryan was an extremely flexible kid. And so he could curl up into a ball Excuse really me? well. <laughs> he was just really flexible. He was just a really skinny kid and could curl up into a really tight ball. And then you wow. kick him down a hill. <laughs> no, I was nice to my friends. <laughs> we would invite other we would invite other meaner friends who would kick us both down the hill. <laughs> not real not really, but can you imagine? Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I love this little freak. I, I they don't they don't make Pokemon with eyes like Sandshrew's eyes anymore. No, they you know don't. what I mean? Where they're just they're just big glossy orbs. They th- look like you could touch it and it would pop like a droplet of water in a dark cave. Yeah, oh, I feel no. I feel the same is true for Vileplume, but the thing about what you're saying here is mm-hmm. that like that that I've noticed as well. There are relatively few Pokémon that like look like animals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can tell they're based on animals, yeah. but I like when a Pokemon looks like a creature that lives in a world, and I can imagine how it goes about its day, etc. Mm-hmm. I agree with but that. But I also completely. like when a Pokemon Jack- is like a weird fucko, like a weird round, <laughs> yeah, nowhere the organs type creature, like Vileplume. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, because like you can see Vileplume just being in a forest, spitting spores out all day. That's its whole fucking day. I I like the Gen One grass types a lot. I'm not a big like Gen One, you know, Gen One or whatever. But like the grass types in Gen One all look like they're from the most fucking poisonous jungle on Earth. Yeah, and I like that about all of them. I don't I don't have any big personal stories about Sandshrew, I'll say, other than that I think uh, I, I it does get a boost because I really like Armadillomon from uh, Digimon Adventure 2. Mm, yeah! And uh, Sandshrew reminds me of Armadillomon, and I also like that it's little arms, like it can't touch its its paws to each other, its arms are too short. <laughs> but it's too fat, it's one, too chubby. But one of the things about Vileplume that like really gets me is that it's one of the few Pokemon that like Throughout most of its evolutions, if you just go like Oddish Gloom Vileplume, the entire mm-hmm. line just has the exact same body. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's it's all the same blue guy, and I I that really head. I I admire that. Yeah, I, I do like that like central organ or whatever central thing staying kind of the same as it changes. Okay, the Bell Awesome evolution is very cowardly for that exact reason. Yeah. To me. Yep, I, I I never liked Blossom very much. I'll be Get real. I don't know if Blossom's still in contention or not. It's whatever. It's 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 less cool. Vileplume. Uh, I want I want to come back in what Jacqueline was saying about um, Sandshrew's tiny yeah. little arms. Please. Uh, it it can't scratch its back, and therefore will very much appreciate if you like scratch its back and like the base of its tail. Oh, oh I vote oh, Sandshrew. I would love that. <sighs> I would love that. Jane, you bring very good, <laughs> I would interact with this as a pet that lives in my house energy yeah. that I am loving to this. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes it sand true for me. Not thinking yeah, about it in that way. Because glue, here's the other thing. Vileplume is modeled after the Rafflesia, the, the worst smelling okay. uh, uh, yeah. substance on planet Earth. So that's a bad pet. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole episode of the anime where uh, the grass gym leader, Erica, reads a children's book about Gloom, the middle evolution, and the children's book is about how fucking stinky Gloom yeah. is. Yeah. It's just about how goddamn bad it smells. That's a no from me. Um, yeah, I, I'm also, it's, it's unanimously Sandshrew. I also, we didn't talk about it that much. Alolan form, I love that it looks like it's a little igloo man. Yes. Like, it just, it, its head mm. is a little igloo. It's so, like, that is one of the best Alolan forms and best regional forms they've done, I genuinely think, because it is looking at one thing and just imagining how to fluidly make it a different thing. I, I feel like you can Lo- also get, like, the, the, the image of, like, a little guy in a parka out of it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 that too. But yeah, fucking Sandrew curls up into a little ball and rolls on forward, baby. Alexandru Shandru rolling on forward. Alexandru Shandru. Y'all, we've been doing great long conversations on unanimous votes, and I kind of <laughs> love that. Jacqueline, tell me who we've got next. We've got Do Duo versus Lorantis. <laughs> Another hard one. Do Duo, one of our OG birds. What if one guy have two head? Do Duo is uh, cool. Versus, I, think. I mean, what a cool idea. Versus Lorantis, which is um, a a very sort of fluffy mantis. Okay, it's, now what is this mantis called? I, I gotta tell you, this is based on a real animal. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, the, what the something mantis? It is based. Well, it's kind of based on two animals because here's the well, an animal and a plant because here's the thing. Both yes, of these okay. things exist. There is both a mantis that pretends to be a flower and a flower that pretends to be a mantis. And Lurantis kind of looks like and is both, which I think is extremely yep. cool. Yeah, because the idea is like grass types are weak to bug type. And so it yes. looks like a bug to ward off other bug types, but it is in fact a grass now, type. Where so that it's all, weak, but they don't come near it. Where that all breaks down is that grass and bug have like pretty much the exact same weaknesses. So <laughs> in the world of <laughs> yeah. Pokemon, it doesn't well, really help that much. But, but, but... To, to, to counter that, Lorantis in Sun and Moon is also the most difficult boss fight in Sun and Moon. It's very strong Pokemon, um, yeah. It, if you haven't played them, Sun and Moon doesn't do gym leaders. Instead, does these big totem fights where you fight, like, uh, you go through a challenge. At the end of the challenge is a big, like, titan-sized, super-powered-up version of yeah. a Pokemon. It summons other Pokemon in. It's double It's double <clears throat> battles, but it can keep calling second Pokemon in. The Lorantis, one of those. So strong. Um, you you will periodically get people comparing Pokemon fights to the the, the classic Whit- Whitney and her mill tank. Th- this is the one that stuck, where people is like, yeah, this is the one that can bowl you over through just like a surge of momentum in the same way. Lorantis in the campaign of Sun and Moon is terrifying, um, but otherwise Max is completely right. It's not a particularly viable Pokemon at all. Well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say that. I think it's a very strong. It, it has good stats. It's, it's just pretty. grass type. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. you know, if it were grass bug, that would be a different conversation because then it's got like a lot of, a lot of very strong, like four X weaknesses that is bad. Yeah. I, I, I feel, I think I've, I've been the big Lorantis defender on here before and I'm going to continue to be, I just think it's real pretty looking. I just like it. I think it's just a very, a very cool looking Pokemon. And I like everything Max just said. Jacqueline Jane, me and Max have just been talking for several straight yeah. minutes. One of you, please go. I'm sorry. I have a question about, um, Doduo. Yeah. Uh, if we if we uh, kill it at this bracket, does that mean that we just like kill one of the heads and the next one continues? Oh my! <laughs> so the thing with Doduo is that they just simply cannot survive without each other. They're 
and they're bonded they have this they're bonded together in this horrible this horrible chimera form and mm-hmm. i i think i i don't even have a big defense i think we should put them out of their misery i think so i think you're <laughs> right uh-huh i i so pokemon gen one has a couple pokemon that are just what if a guy was multiple guys doduo is a two-headed bird it evolves into a three-headed bird where that third head come from I, I do too, but that for me is a point for Dodrio more than Doduo. I guess you're right, like, but there, I, I like Doduo. There's something <laughs> neat about the fact that this is like, what if a kiwi was an ostrich and also a drinky bird? You know, I've never thought about the kind of multiplicity of birds Doduo has <laughs> going on. Birds, you're right, actually. Kinds that of is birds. interesting. When you know, I, when, when I, sorry. No, nothing. That's it. When I was a child, uh, I, I was I, I I have a strong bias against ostriches because uh, oh. I, we were going through a drive-through zoo and an ostrich oh. ran up to my mom's window and stuck its head in and started starting going started going so oh really my oh my God. going wild and <laughs> so I, I think that I think that that they're evil <laughs> maybe. Sorry, That's a it doesn't evil rule. Bird, I just yeah. thought it'd be funny to say. No, it's awesome. It was um, awesome, but also they're evil. Awesome in like the biblical sense. Yes. Yeah. This is why it's got Boy, the two heads. It can stick one into the car, and if you like roll up the window and then just like gun it, it's still got one head that works. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do have to hold on. Let me let me find an image. I also think Laurentis is this. very I, pretty. I, I think Jay's right. Yeah, I, I think it's very. I think it, it, it much like uh, Galisopod, which we were talking about before, is one of my favorite uh, Gen Seven designs. Okay, I can't find an image of it with the character on it. Um, I, as a Pokemon Adventures manga reader, I just reminded myself of a pro Doduo bias I have, um, which is that in the the Pokemon manga that's been running for like a million years, uh, Yellow, who is one of the main characters, has her own arc, and she rides on a Doduo that is just the fluffiest little motherfucker on Earth. Uh, She's not in the shot, but this is Yellow riding it into Professor Oak's lab, just kind of barging in to enter the plot, Uh, just rides it into buildings. It is just a big, like, it is kind of just a cute, fluffy horse the way it acts, and that does give me some points towards it that I cannot ignore. Fluffy horse. Fluffy horse. Um, the the manga also visualizes like uh, people all often ask like, well, it's a flying type, but it doesn't have wings. How does it do a lot of flying type attacks? It uh whips its fucking necks around really hard. Is the answer? <laughs> it's going now, to I think things. that's kind of cool. Here's the thing. I'm on Lorantis at the moment. There's mm-hmm. one thing that could push me over to Doduo, which I don't think is, but I don't think it's true. Um, which would be. If they achieved flight in the same manner as Tails the Two-Tailed Fox from Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> but just in reverse. Uh, You're saying I, that the head spin I around like a little roadster. If the head spun up. around, I would vote Doduo, but I, I don't believe this to be the case, so unfortunately. <sighs> the, you know. the Pokemon Adventures poll really gets me. I, I that, that really is leaning me toward do, right? Doduo, but ooh, this is a tough one. Let me, I think the, the other Tails comparison is uh, it's got two heads, two mouths, two necks, two digestive tracts, possibly two arseholes, the same as Tails has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we do know that about Tails. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it, it is it is extremely true. I don't know. I, wh- where are y'all leaning? I'm uh, Lorantis. Yeah. Yeah, Lorantis. 
Okay, if we've got three Lorantises, I I will continue to be the Lorantis. Also, Max, to answer your question, I think Doduo just jumps really high. Like, it just leaps is <laughs> oh, how jump it does good, it. Like Samurai Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, despite being the Lorantis supporter, I will vote Doduo just so our fluffy little guy gets a vote. But Lorantis moves on, giving us with Whoa. just seconds left on the clock. Time for one more round. Who did I have read that? Jacqueline, did you read that I read round? that. Okay, thank you. I immediately lost it by staring into Doduo's little eyes. Jane, who's our last matchup? Uh, Polywell and Vanillite. Right as my timer goes off. This is going to be hard for me, folks. Yeah, I it, it's let me tell you, it's gonna be easy for me. So we got Poliwhirl, another one I can whip out Pokemon Adventures knowledge for, and uh, Vanillite, this is a little, uh, little ice cream cone guy. I feel like Vanillite is often cited as one of the Pokemon when some people who are, you know, insensitive and rude will say that Pokemon designs have gotten boring because they're just yeah, ice right, cream cones or just garbage. When in reality, the Pokemon that are just ice cream cones or just garbage are are cool and good to me. Yes. Yeah. I I, I do. I don't love Vanillite, but I do agree with you and support that mentality. Look Absolutely. at how cute Sad. that smile is. What a sweet. Is this, it, it is cute. Is this a cynically designed cute little guy? Yes. Does it work on me? Also, yes. Yeah, I, I do get that. Um, it's tough though. Yeah, because, I, I will say. You know, Poliwhirl is is one of the originals, one of the very first Pokemon designed by Ken Sugimori. Yes. It is Ken Sugimori's favorite Pokemon, I believe. Yeah, if we're talking a, a, a true companion Pokemon, look, look again to Pokemon Adventures. This is this is Red's <clears throat> first Pokemon. This is... Oh, it's th- true, this it's is, true. And honestly, if I... I, I love frogs. Uh, that's that's one of my things. That's one of my character traits. Um, and mm-hmm. I I think Poliwhirl is just the perfectly de- designed little frog. And and so I I I'm I'm putting in my vote and I'm not changing it right now. I'm doing it. <laughs> Do y'all know how the, yeah. why it has that swirl? Where that comes from? The, the, yeah, it's its guts. Yeah. I, in the shot you posted from the Pokemon Adventures manga, it looks like it's opening its mouth really wide and screaming, and there's like a portal to the infinite abyss in there. <laughs> it's a Shinji Ito that, Pokemon. <laughs> it is. Um, hold on, let me let me Google what Max is talking about, unless Max, you happen to have a visual. Well, I don't have a picture of it, no, but it's there's a frog whose tummy is see-through, and you can see his intestines. Yeah, I'm trying to find the least disgusting-looking image of it possible. <laughs> And so I think you're um, supposed to read the top line of the white part. Yeah. So Polly Polly Wag has its mouth right at the top of that white circle. So I think you're supposed to read Polly Whirl as like opening its mouth from the top of that circle, and the the, the spiral thing is like its its chin area. E- either that or the two nose holes are just also supposed to be mouth, which is kind of troubling. That's creepy. Uh, you just feed the berries in one nostril at a time, and that way it won't suffocate. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think Poliwhirl's one of the most... I, th- I think the Poliwag line is, like, one of the most interesting Gen 1 designs, to be honest. Like, like cool. to Max's point, like, I, I, I really like that, like... The the fact that it is a Pokemon whose defining feature is its fucking intestines <laughs> and it works and is kind of cute and cool is just like it is kind of magnificent to me that it pulled that off and it pulls it off across its evolutions. Um, I don't know. I, I like Poliwhirl a lot. I do like Vanillite. Like I I feel like I came in strong against Vanillite. I I don't 
I I don't know. I I don't like Vanellux that much. As the line get goes on, yeah, I like it a little I like it less. I just think it's a cute. weird looking freak. I this little guy. I, I think I did. I used to discount this little guy because of the bigger guy. But little Vanellite never did nothing wrong to nobody. Yeah, I, I want to give the auteurs respect to whoever designed Vanellite for sure. <laughs> I I, mm-hmm. I just it, I love it. It's cute. It's little. It's edible. But I I Polyworld is too good. <laughs> Oh, um, I, yeah. I have a fun fact for you, Jacqueline, about who designed it. Since you asked that, the person who designed it is uh, Frank. Tur- is it Frank Turner? Not the musician, uh, but the, James. Uh, hold on, James Turner. James Turner. Uh, the first, the first American to ever design a Pokemon. Actually, he's, he's the vanilla from the UK. Line. Almost as famous oh, as the sorry, first American to ever work on fir- Sonic. The first white guy. The first Basically, white yeah, guy the first to ever design Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jane, you actually get to be on the episode where we discuss the first uh the the first British Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah, I... he designed Shadow Lugia, he designed these. Wait. Sorry, go ahead. I, interrupting Jane and Shadow Lugia, that's so okay, okay. If this Yeah, apparently. That's so cool. I love Shadow <laughs> Lugia. Okay, maybe maybe I should change my vote. <laughs> We're not voting for Shadow Lugia. Hold the fuck on, Jacqueline. Yeah, We're not that's, voting for we'll Shadow, get to Shadow Goddamn Lugia. Lugia. Will we? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I think Lugia's still in, con- in contention. Won't. If it's not, I'll be very surprised. We won't today get to Shadow Lugia for sure. Lugia, Lugia's in here. It, hey, Lugia will probably be in the ne- Lugia will be in one of the next two episodes of Champs in the Making. It's oh, it's not far from wow. down the bracket. If you okay. just relented quickly on the keeping in Corviknight, we could have gotten that. <laughs> um. Anywho, it's Polyworld it's for Poly me. World I, for I've me, made yeah. my case. Yeah, yeah same. Vanillaite, my beloved. Word. Vanillaite gets a respected vote. Polyworld whirls on into the stratosphere. Uh, and boy, do we love to see him there. Friends, the timer is very much over. That is another episode of Champs in the Making. Thank you all so much for joining me tonight. This has been a lovely couple of episodes we've all done together. Uh, we all I'm going to start with it. Max. Max. Wait. You say that like it's a threat or a mandate. Do you mean that? Or I mean are you are it. you oh, holding I up a sign it. that says like Okay? Max, tell me where what what do you want to plug? Um, where can people find you on the internet? Tell me about your show. Tell me whatever you want, buddy. I do a podcast called uh After School Anime Club where we watch uh, you know, a few episodes from different animes over the course of time. Uh, we we typically do like six episodes of a show at once and then we move on to a different show and we might come back to it and we might not. Who knows? You know, it's like being in the anime club when you were a kid and, you know, you did, somebody just brought in a VHS that they had. So if you like shows like Trigun and uh, uh, fucking Yu Yu Hakusho and things like that that were on in the 90s. After School Anime Club. It's a show for you. And there, we, we also play a game in it. I feel like I've been burying the lead on the game. Um, but it is yeah, the like, game rips. It is like a third of the show by runtime, and also I don't know if anybody else is doing that in the anime podcasting space. You're not just doing it; it also fucking shreds every time. Yeah, it's great. Just, I love, I, I love it. I entertain myself by subjecting the co-host to a game. That's the other thing that happens on the show. On on one of the Trigon episodes, it's a Pokemon game that you put yes. uh, network member Riley Hopkins through. It was it was very yes. entertaining to listen to. 
Uh, J- Jane or Jacqueline? I, 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 both of you got to plug stuff. Jane, plug plug what you would like wow. to plug. Uh, I, I will just say that you can uh, find me on Twitter at Janie Shivers. Uh, Jacqueline, I hope you've been sat there thinking of a good uh, promo for the podcast for the past half hour because you dropped it in my lap out of nowhere in the last episode, so it's your go. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, Jacqueline, where can people find you? Well, I'm on Tumblr at Swamper, but that's not important right now. What's important to know is that episode 100 of Unwise <laughs> Girls is on the is on the horizon. Oh my god! So, Whoa! So if you- Jane didn't even mention that, Jacqueline, you just roasted her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking obliterated. No, I'm sorry. So, Please continue. If you want to come listen Whoa. to that, you gotta hop on that train. We're gonna be talking about all the hits, all the good stuff. Uh, and I, I, I want to do a little double double promo here because that's not the only Moonshot podcast I'm on. Uh, right. D- Dead Teen House Party is coming back soon with a, with t- covering the Fear Street trilogy, so keep an eye out for that nice. too. Very excited to hear y'all talk about Fear Street. I, I, uh, Great movies. I, I can be found wherever you want to find me as Extreme Salsing. I'm on Twitter, uh, whatever's left of the dang thing. I'm on, uh, I don't know, Letterboxd. I'm on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find the audio drama podcast I made. It's called Additional Postage Required, and it's part of this very here Moonshot Network. Uh, it's about delivering mail in space and uh, hearing, hearing interesting conversations in your mail through a mysterious power and what can happen <sighs> when that is the situation you're in. Uh, a lot of moonshot people are in it. A lot of non-moonshot people are in it. Max is in it at some point. Uh, actually, hello? you can hear Max in the first episode, and you'll hear him again in more ones. Hello? Uh, hello. Uh, I, I it, it means a lot to me. It's been an extreme pleasure to produce. It took a lot of my time, my life to do, and I'm really excited that it's finally out there. So, hey, if you like that kind of thing, listen to it. Uh, and if you are listening to this very episode on the public feed, remember that you can find episodes of Champs in the Making early by going over to patreon.com slash moonshot network. I don't know if I said the URL this uh, last time, so I'll say it again. Patreon.com slash moonshot network. You can find stuff like Once Missed Wonders, which I mentioned a minute ago, where uh, every month some of us hosts here at the Moonshot Podcast Network who haven't seen a beloved movie get around to it. Uh, the January episode, me and Emma from uh, Dead Teen House Party watched Pacific Rim. Riley is doing uh, the Moon Reports, where they are interviewing members of the network about their lives, their creative process, what has sort of led them here. It is a great listen every month. And uh, you'll also be supporting the podcast network by uh, by joining the, the Patreon. So, I don't know. Consider doing it. Uh, friends, until next time, this has been the second of our episodes for the month of February, and I've had a blast. I hope y'all have as well. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Max. I've been Jay. And as we like to say here on Champs in the Making... Bye! Pokemon.
Hello there, my friends. It's me, Later J, the J who edits the podcast, here to tell you about the wonderful people who are currently supporting us on Patreon. If you want to join them and have your name read, you can find us at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork. If you do that and you donate to our lovely efforts, you'll have your name read by someone who might be me, the same way I say names like Andrew Herbig, Colton Corbett, Aaron Shelton, Ira Prince, Chris Edgerton, John Rattlemane, Mr. Jakey Pooh, Kay, Benny Anders, Rad Zooks, Tandercan, Mish Stark, JWX, Nick Bellaro, Sarah McClintock, Emma Shannon, Neil Heldare, Indigo, Ben Schwind, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Dapper Cuttlefish, Jacob Bennington, DJ Wheeler, Thomas Herbertson, Riley Hopkins. That's one of the people who made the goddamn network. I usually don't read their names, but Riley told me they do, so I'm putting Riley themselves on blast. Jesse Peterson, Larkspur, A. Fell, Veer, Tanner, Jay Harkins, Samantha Cook, Evan Jenkins, Mayday Knight, Flips MCL, Anthony Charlier, Emery, Verdigree, Maddie, Holly Loveless, Jen Willu. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jen Willu's Arisati. Fuck, I don't know how to say your name, I'm so sorry. Amy, George Colson, Void Spooler, Hamlet Cooper, Grizzytron, Megan Huber, Joe DeVita, Funi Sherman, Morgan Gate Levin, R.D. Vark, I see what you did there, Martin Lord, Danielle Miller, Douglas Matthews, Korax Alexandra, Adam Butler, A Failsafe, Jeremy Auer, Andrew Sherman, that's one of the other guys. I know him. I know him all the... As a, 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 Anissa Danny. Alice Kira. John Bruce. Logan Jenkins. Michael Ornelas. Becky Scott Fairley. Wheels Wheeler. I know that fucker too. And Colton Crow. Thank you. Thank you. Again, my, my heartfelt apologies to Jen Wheelus er, 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 Arasati. I, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs>